Rove McManus, Sam Frost. Today FM. Bob Saget, good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning, and thank you for that fancy introduction. I loved it. <laughs> oh, it look, it's certainly fancy, and it is an introduction, so you nailed that. Hey, full... I, I, I'm, I'm, I nailed something last night, but I can't talk about it. Um... <laughs> it's, uh, the, 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 look, we, we didn't mean to call the cops on you. I just thought, you know, they had a right to know. Yes, whatever those three digits are, whether they're 411 or 911 or one, I call all of them. Uh, I, and I, I, look, I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't think uh, a sheep would would get in touch with me to say what you did, but there you have it, you know? If you're, right, if, well, he was very chic, and it's also the brand of uh, birth control he uses. <laughs> I should get a case of, of, of that product, just for mentioning it. For sure. So how are you guys? I, I, I have to come back. I was there, and, and um, I met half of you. I, 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 I almost I voted for you to give the flower to the lady, but... Um... Oh, well, there we go. Now, um, have you... You're so handsome. Why are all the handsome men from Australia? I mean, I, I'm working on a one-pack over here. <laughs> most of most of us have a keg, but, uh, you know, I think... Now, do you... Sam has had a, a wonderful job of handing out roses to gentlemen in a previous lifetime. Uh, do, you, do you enjoy yourself some reality TV? I uh, am not a, a lover of it, but I, I do fancy it sometimes. And it's hard not to watch the, the Bachelor or the Bachelorette or some of these shows because it's part of our culture. And as a comedian and a person that also dates uh, women that insist on watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's half the thing is all the guys like my girlfriend forces me to watch it. So anyway. Yes. And the guys just want to watch uh, Game of Thrones, you know. Oh yeah, exactly. I'm not a Game of Thrones fan. You're missing out on on cheap nudity that masquerades as high end drama. Yes, and there is debauchery going on in it that Caligula would go, "Wow, I got to watch this." <laughs> now, it's just once they once a head pops, once someone pops a head, oh. uh, you know, I, I'm out. I'm out for the season. But, uh, that was but, quite... but it doesn't matter because I'm I'm doing family TV again as well as my adult uh, stuff. So I get to do I get to play both sides of the fence. Now I would have thought a little bipolar, but it's fun. <laughs> I would have thought you'd spent so much time uh, just undoing everything that Danny Tanner created about you, <laughs> and then you're going back. You're going back. Well, I'm a guest star. All of us, they call us the legacy cast. John oh. Samos, Dave Coulier, Lori Lachlan, myself. They call us the legacy cast. It's like we were on the alien spaceship and Sigourney Weaver <laughs> opened up the chambers and we come out after a thousand years. And smoke comes out and here comes the legacy cast. So we all did a few of them. I did, I did two and then I went off and did a play on Broadway called Hand to God, which if it comes to Australia, you must see it it's a work of art i saw I, that i saw to... that when i was in new york hilarious i loved it it's a, it's hilarious and it's it's poignant i played a, opposite danny tanner i played a lutheran pastor um which was uh, quite a challenge and quite an amazing it's a, it's a great play i'm excited to know you saw it it's um special thing and now... then i went and did i had done the full housers and uh it's real cool that Full House is coming back how the way did this, it's coming How back. did this happen, and how did you first hear about it? Well, John Stamos, bless his soul, he's, you know, we got a bromance that I'm ashamed to talk about. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a handsome chap. You deserve it. 
He is. He's so good looking that he's got mirrors all over his house. Sometimes he's oh. frozen. He can't leave the house. He just, <laughs> they're surrounding him like a James Bond movie. And <laughs> then he fixes his hair in four of them, and then he finally leaves. Um, and he has another show called Grandfathered. I don't know if it's there yet. No, is but I, we have been hearing about it. I think it's due this year. It should be due, and I just did a guest starring role on there where I played more of the kind of guy I played in Entourage, which was also undoing the Danny Tanner of it all, <laughs> which is just a guy that does lascivious things. But um, John wanted to make Fuller House. Well, didn't have the name, just said, let's bring Full House back. And the two guys that started it, Jeff Franklin, who wrote it, and Bob Boyette, who uh, also hired me in the beginning, wanted to do it and they fought for 15 years to try to get the thing done and Warner Brothers said yes and then Netflix bought 13 of them and we've shot all 13 and it airs February 26 all over the world which, yeah. which is so cool because for me to ask you guys hey did you get that yet is un stupid because we're in a world where the world should be able to get the product the minute it gets made, if it's any oh, good, anyway. I'm so with you on that. It's really frustrating for us in Australia having to wait so long to see things when it's getting aired in the US. And we can't stream it from the US because that's illegal, um, which is really disappointing. But that's what's so great about the Netflix exactly. model. It's like, hey, guys, it's going to be everywhere at the same time and every episode. And then it's easy for you guys to be able to do interviews and know what you're talking about because everyone's on the same page. Exactly, and it, and it's and I love Australia. You know, I mean, I'm I would I'd find a wife there, and I'm not looking for one. You know, I mean, uh, I don't know where I'd find her. Probably down by the Opera House. It's <laughs> a good spot. It's a good spot to go cruising. I went to. They told me go to Perth. Go to Perth tomorrow on a flight and come back for your show in Brisbane the next day. And I I thought Perth was like a two hour flight. No, oh, no. Oh no. Oh, it's, nobody told me. It's a, they it's a, just put a potato sack on my head and <laughs> sent me off. It's a four-hour flight, but also like going back 20 years in time. Yes, but I really loved it because it, it, the audience is so appreciative because I guess they don't see many, many human beings. No, um, it's so isolated. I really knew what it was like to be like uh, Matt Damon in The Martian when I went there. <laughs> I was actually, there was, the restaurants were all closed, so I was growing, uh, potatoes. growing potatoes in my own... Uh, Your own fecal matter. Uh, yeah, that's what he did. I mean, whatever Matt Damon does is good enough for me. That makes sense. So the guys fought to get Fuller House, get Full House back. Fuller is actually, it's a play on words, uh, and it's uh, Candace Cameron Bure who played DJ. Her, she's a widower, and um, she's a widow. I'm sorry, I was a widower. I get confused, uh, not with my gender, but just with uh, <laughs> the right tense on deceased people. And her husband was a firefighter that uh, that died, and his name was Fuller. So the last name of the family is also Fuller. Nicely done. And uh, they have. DJ and Stephanie, played by Jody Sweeten, and then Kimmy Gibbler, the annoying neighbor who always storms in by Andrea Barber, uh, moves into the house. And she's got a daughter, and Candace has three sons, not unlike the same exact ages as the three girls were when I had them when Full House started. So they've done it really cleverly, but the coolest thing is they rebuilt the whole damn thing. They rebuilt the, the, the kitchen, the living room. The bedrooms, I mean, it is, and it's only two stages away at Warner Brothers 
where we did the original show. So I I think I, I dropped an egg while I was watching it. I really... Uh, <laughs> And you also have... I had quite an experience. It was quite beautiful to see something that you didn't think you'd ever see again. Yeah, and you also have three daughters, and your life has ended up strangely mimicking Danny Tanner's. It is interesting. The good part is that their mom's alive, and I like her, so that part's good. Well, that's a positive. And I am a little bit of a neat freak, not bad. Um, although I will admit I have a housekeeper right now doing the windexing that Danny would do. Um, but I do clean things up. You know, if it's broken glass, I'm going to clean it up. You know, if I had a date the night before that threw a vase at me, I would clean it up. <laughs> well, that would make sense. You wouldn't want to be walking around on broken glass. Now, no, Bob... unless that's what she really wanted and what's in it for me. I, I mean, it costs you a little bit extra at the end of the night, but it's worth it. Right. It's like 50 shades of broken glass. (laughs) Now, uh, Bob, you are a world-renowned stand-up star of sitcoms and also what some people in Australia might not know, former host of America's Funniest Home Videos. And I would like to put you to the test to see what you've learnt from your experience on that show when we come back. I was the the first person that did it anywhere. Then Jeremy Beadle did it in London and then... I know. Um, I don't know who your hosts were in Australia. Oh, we had everyone you from know? Graham Kennedy, Jackie McDonald. Right, right. I've whole, heard a lot about him. A whole world um, of them. Well, uh, we're going to put uh, what Bob learnt from his time at Funniest Home Videos to the test when we come back with Bob Saget here on Rove and Sam, Sydney's 1041 Today FM. We're back on Sydney's 1041 Today FM. We are with Bob Saget. Uh, you'd be a big fan of Bieber. Are you a fan of the Beebs? Uh, of, the, of the Biebs? Oh, yeah, I can't get enough of the Biebs. I just leave it to Bieber. <laughs> he, um, I was actually uh, in a restaurant here in L.A., and he was playing piano because I think he fancied a young lady in the bar. Oh. And he just sat down at a place that had a DJ and started playing piano. And I, I didn't mean to be rude, but I walked over and gave him $20. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, Bob, oh, how you doing? And then he gave me the money back. He said, well, you tell them to turn on the mic. So I, I turn, had them turn on the mic, and I, I don't know if I helped or hurt the place. <laughs> Is that when he's saying, was my he saying girl? my girl to the somebody? Uh, yeah, uh, well, I think he was doing baby, baby, baby. No, I think he, no, you know, he was doing uh, Let It Be, I believe. Oh, oh. So, it's, so that's one of his little tricks, is it? He serenades ladies in the bar. Because we've heard him oh. about him doing that before. Right, now we know his M.O. I think it works. I mean, I was attracted to him. I I went in and put on a wig. I didn't care. Uh, All right. Now, Bob, we mentioned, despite the fact you were back in Fuller House and your experience in stand-up, also the original host of America's Funniest Home Videos. For our younger listeners, that's when you used to put a black rectangle in a larger silver rectangle. Now, Bob, one of the things that 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 show was renowned for was, of course, hilarious mishaps. And so we'd like to get from you uh, some of the things you have learnt from your time on Funniest Home Videos. For example, what to you are the three top wedding mishaps? Oh, there's always one. uh, The ones that I remember from, this is 1987 when I did this show was uh, the the bride threw the flowers and then the entire family threw themselves to the ground like a wrestling <laughs> mat to try nice. to get them. They threw themselves on them like a grenade. It was scary. Uh, 
Another wedding mishap. I, I, I don't they believe they could hear the, the groom saying "I do." He just couldn't. He couldn't raise his octave high enough. Nice. And I'm trying to think of the third one. I would imagine because of the show, someone got hit in the crotch. I can't remember, but every video pretty much ended up having someone getting hit in the nads. That's just kind of how the show went. Absolutely. Okay. But I, I, I enjoyed that show. I did it for eight years here, and uh, and then my friend Tom Bergeron took over here, and then of course it went it went around the world because it was before YouTube. So yeah. It was crazy. People would stage things. We actually telestrated it once where someone, like, fell out of bed and landed into a pie that was on the ground. <laughs> it's like, what's the pie doing there? It just seems slightly staged. All right, and the one that I couldn't stand, there was a very famous one that circled the globe, which is uh, it was a monkey in a tree, and he was scratching his butt. And everybody saw it because it went viral everywhere besides the video show. But we were the first place to run it. Uh, he went to scratch his... Actually, they wouldn't run it at first. I remember fighting for it. <laughs> <laughs> and the monkey scratched his butt and he smelled his fingers and he started to shake and he passed out of the tree. I've seen that one! He passed out and fell out of the tree from the smell of his own um, funk. <laughs> And then, my, of course, you always have, on a blooper show, you come back with a funny retort, which was, any of you ever done that? To the audience, you know. And, and no one admitted that they had ever done that. Wow, like, not, with the, not with the cameras rolling anyway. No, All right, let's, let's no, test another one. Me. Okay, what's I'm the... I'm also in a... In a, in a uh, <laughs> did you want to have another video question? No, yeah. no. Oh, no, oh, you gonna keep say? going. Oh, because I was going to say that I'm in a movie right now that's doing oh. very well on iTunes and... Um, it's also on Amazon, and it's it's uh, findable everywhere. It's called A Stand-Up Guy, and it's a funny movie. I, I play a country-western singer who only sings songs about stalking. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it stars Michael Rappaport and, um, and, and a guy named Danny A., and it's an independent comedy about a, a mobster that uh, goes to the witness protection program and ends up in a comedy club in Wisconsin, but then gets heckled, so he punches out the heckler, and that becomes a viral video that gets half a million hits, and so he's not exactly in the witness protection program anymore. <laughs> so it's a funny movie, and, and it's doing really well um, on the iTunes and on the all the, all the different sites, so that's um, I'm happy about that. Nice. Nice one. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, again, he ain't Danny Tanner. <laughs> Now, one more, one more uh, quiz from, from your Funniest Home Video Days. Yes, I'm sorry. You're, you're going to have no, to that's all right. No, no, no. That's all right. We've just got one more for you. What are the top three ways for people to be hit in the balls? Because it happens every single episode of Funniest Home Videos. That they get what? Hit in the balls. Oh, my God. I'm so happy you can say that on the air. We're not allowed in the States to, uh, to be saying hit in the balls. Oh, just, really? It's beautiful because that's what they are. <laughs> they I don't are. know why people they say you can't even say nuts. Oh, oh come really? on now. Well, you can come on our radio show and say those anytime you like. Best. What do you want? You want balls? <laughs> you want nuts? You want kiwi fruit? You want nads? You want the spuds? Well, we got them all. I got, we got, got them all. Speed value. You get two for one. <laughs> um, the 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 craziest ones are that I actually actually liked was when a little kid was playing uh, baseball with his dad. And uh, <laughs> and the, the kid is pitching to his father. 
And it just, because the kid's a low-level kid, he's two and a half, three feet tall, he just throws it right at his dad's balls. It's just, uh, it's just funny because, you know, it, it kind of gets back at all parents everywhere for what's going to happen <laughs> in the next 20 years. <laughs> and make sure that they never the have children the again. The key to the whole thing, if you're going to make a video like that, because the shows exist all around the world still, is make sure that you are wearing a cup if you're going to be participating in this stuff. Because mm. there's one where a guy goes to catch a, a baseball that's being thrown far, and he climbs up, jumps up over the fence, and his crotch gets caught on the top of the fence. <laughs> and he's hanging. Oh. It, it, you know, I, I think he snagged the ball. I, I actually do. <laughs> and that's just not safety first, you know? Um, there's, well, there's a million groin hits. There's just not enough. In fact, uh, I, I figured it out. It's always twice as many groin hits because there's there's two balls. So you have to multiply everything times two. Absolutely, in stereo. Well, Bob, we thank you for your insight. We're very pleased that you got to say the balls on uh, national uh, radio in Australia. And we look forward to Fuller House, which premieres on Netflix. And we look forward to Fuller House, which premieres on Netflix February 26. Bob Saget, thank you very much. Oh, my pleasure. Thank All you so much. All 13 of them, so your, your seven-year-old can sit there and just binge watch in six <laughs> hours. They're just waiting for another season for a year. <laughs>